JD Talking Sports, Thursday, January 26, 2017. Venus Serena, Australian Open Final. They haven't played against each other since 2009. When Serena beat Venus at Wimbledon. Now, Serena is actually 16 and 11 against her sister. This should be interesting. It's the Golden Oldies Tour. Actually, Roger Federer was up two sets on Stan Varenka, gave up the next two, and won in the fifth. He's waiting, maybe, Rafael Nadal. It could be the over 30 crowd in the Aussie men and women's final. Now, the thing that stinks is the women's final is at 3.30 a.m. Right before I do my JD Talking Sports on WFDU HG2, 89.1 in your dial. Drop the G. All right. Thank you, Isaac. Also, I'd love you to subscribe to me on iTunes. That's JD Talking Sports Drop the G. But how about this? Venus and Serena. That is awesome. Venus is now the oldest Aussie Open finalist in the Open Era. How about that? 36 years young. I'm kind of pissed that the match is on so late. My mom was like, I want to watch it. I'm like, Ma, it's on really late. Now, this is Federer's first Australian Open final since 2010 when he beat Andy Murray in straight sets. He's seeking his 18th Grand Slam title and his first since he won at Wimbledon in 2012, also against Andy Murray, who had beaten four sets for his 17th. He's now 19-3 against Stan Varenka. And Serena says her secret to success is playing like a kid, having fun out there. I like that. Tiger is playing today. He bogeys first hole, rebounds with eight pars, and shoots one over 37 through nine on his first PGA Tour action in 522 days. Tiger, you're out there. Do the best you can do. That's all we can. That's all we ask for. Just try your best. That's what I was told as a kid. Just try your best. Do the best you can do and go from there. And I agree. Just try your best. I'm psyched. Venus Serena. How about that? Now the Mets are considering free agent relievers Sergio Romo, who was dropped from the closer role with the Giants, and Joe Smith could also trade prospects for a low-cost reliever. Also, Jeremy Blevins still in the mix. That's the thing. Familia is losing some time with the domestic violence charges against him. Geraldus Chapman lost 30 games last year, and he shot a gun in his garage. I don't know what he's going to get, but he's going to get some time off this season. I guess we're going to see. Addison Reed, he's going to come in and show everybody what he's made of. I'll tell you, when they didn't have Chapman around, the Yankees, they brought up Batances. He did all right. He tired after a while, but he had some good outings. We shall see, right? Knicks, oof. 20-27, and 27, they lost to the Mavs last night, who improved to 16-29, 103-95 in Dallas. Harrison Barnes at 23. Dirk Nowitzki. Porzingis is idle. 19 points. Melo had 30 and 8 rebounds, but he was scoreless in the fourth. Only two shots in the fourth quarter. Second time in three games he's been blanked in the fourth quarter. Cordy Lee had a season high, Nick high, 23 points for him. Porzingis had 13 points all in the second half on 4 and 11 shooting. He's shooting in the last six games only 38% from the field and 11 points per game. 
Now, the Knicks host Charlotte tomorrow, who are even 523 and 23, and Kemba Walker. Mellow, second time in three games, he's blanked in the fourth. It's like he, I mean, 30 through three, that's a. And the Knicks have yet to win two in a row in 2017. And I thought this was apropos. Brandon Jennings said, We were 14 and 10. Now we're fighting to try to even be last in the East. Alrighty then. Now we're even fighting to try to even be last in the East. Wow. Not good. I mean, wow. Now, now, and on top of that, you know, because the Knicks, it's never, it feels like every day is a soap opera. The Knicks reached out to the Celtics and Clippers about potential Carmelo trade. Now they're open to the clip for a package, including Jamal Crawford, J.D. Riddick, or Austin Rivers. Now this is the thing. They can't get one of the big three, DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul, or Blake Griffin, because there's a CBA agreement where you can't have two designated rookie max extensions on roster acquired via a trade anytime. How about say that five times? They already have one in Derek Rose. He's a designated rookie max extension contract on the, on their payroll through a trade. Can't bring a second one in. Jamel Crawford. Jamel Crawford was a Nick a while, long time ago. Mid-30s. J.J. Redick or Austin Rivers, who a couple years ago wasn't even playing. How does that not get me excited? Also, the Clippers would have to trade about $27 million to fit Anthony under the salary cap. Please, please, please hold out for something better. Please. I mean, you know, something better. By February 23rd, something should come, a trade deadline, something should come across, right? The pipeline? I mean, are they just throwing stuff against the wall and see if it sticks? I don't know. Not good. Not good at all. I'm not happy about this at all. Listen, let's let's play with the guys we have. They're, you know, this is the thing. They're not winning with Carmelo. They're going to trade one. If they do, if they did that trade, you know you're going to the lottery, right? You know you go to the lottery. That's it. You're throwing away the season, which I kind of want them to do. I want the Knicks to get some draft picks. They have their pick for next year. Let's get a good guy. A lot of guys in the draft. Very. This is. They said that this is a good draft this year. They say that every year. They go well. They not every year. They say some years are weaker than others, but. We shall see. Now, I have some interesting Super Bowl stuff. The Pats' rush offense, offense actually this year is 7th. They were 29th last year. And I found this, Albert Breer at the MMQB, I found this very interesting. They were talking about that talent doesn't win. Talent in right places, coached right, motivated right, gives you the best opportunity. Now, the most talented guy might not be the best guy for your team. Nobody does this better than Belichick. It's not about talent. It's a fit. Crafted their vision, belief, and they stick to it. That's what they go get. They get what they need. They get the right fit. If only the Jets would listen. Jets are going to have a whole new offense. We don't know who's going to play quarterback. Todd Bull still doesn't have an offensive coordinator. Yes. And also, it helps to have a great owner like Robert Kraft and Patience. And seeing things long-term, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's what it is. And I found this really interesting about Matt Ryan. He recently went to work with the same mechanics throwing coach, mechanics throwing coach as Brady. 
Tom House and Adam Dado. Now, Adam Dado actually bought out Tom House, so he's been really working with Adam Dado. He came to him recently, a very recent edition where Brady was working with him last couple of years, and actually with the four weeks he missed with the Flategate suspension, he was working with Dado. Now, Dado told Ryan that he needed to get stronger in his core and throwing shoulder. And also they worked on fixing Ryan's previously, you know, he had a lot of struggles throwing the short pass and throwing to his left. And and Dado said this year he's more confident and more physically capable, capable too of this season. And he said he's improved throughout the season. And it goes, just goes to show, are you willing to put the work? That's what stuck, you know, when I read the Kobe book, Showtime. Kobe, I remember when they were having the Olympic camps and the guys were coming down before first workout Kobe had already gone through his own personalized workouts even before, like he had he'd soaked through his shirt. He came out. The guys were going to get some breakfast, and he was already doing his first workout of the day. That's what I'm talking about. You look at a guy like Brady. You look, I mean, Ryan said, you know what? There's things that aren't working. And, you know, he said, hey, got to get the core strong, got to get the throwing shoulders stronger. He did all that stuff. And he, the Doe's told Brady that injury permitting, he could play and play well, not just play, play well, until 45. I mean, do you see anything to change that? 28 touchdowns, two interceptions this year. And the dose is Brady's playing better now than he was five or six years ago. His body's allowing, allowing him to do more. Encouraging, He encouraged uh, Brady to use his athleticism more. Now, this is the thing. Brady played catcher in high school. And he had the ability to be more athletic, to be quicker and move with his feet. And he's doing all that. You know, he hasn't lost any arm strength this year, Brady. Able to do more now than he than he has before. Think about it. You've got a quarterback who's been in the league so long. You know, he learns everything. Every year you learn more. And Brady's always learning more. But you see things clearer. Everything slows down even more. I mean, come on. I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. And this is the thing. Dan Quinn, when he was at Florida as an assistant, they said he had a really good feel for personnel. They said he has it as he had it as assistant. He has it as as an as a head coach. And these are questions he answered. How do the players respond to him? Are they getting better? Are the players in the right spots to utilize their talent? They said he's a real he's a real guy, and no no be a sharp. You know doesn't what you see is what you get. Players will respect you to no end to the end of the earth and play their asses off for you if they know you're you're real with them. You're not BSing them. You got their backs. Morristown High School. How about that? Morristown High School. And, and th- you know, this is the thing. The Pats last year had a lot of rotations with their offensive line. This year, very few su- substitutions, build continuity. It's interesting because the Falcons have used the same offensive line all season, and the Patriots have really been consistent with the offensive line this season. Now, I, I was saying how You know, Belichick having two weeks to prepare, that no chance for the Falcons. But now, I think Quinn is a hell of a coach, too. I think it's going to be an interesting game. And this is interesting about Dan Quinn. He was an assistant for William & Mary back in 94. You know who was a wide receiver on that team? Mike Tomlin. You know the safety was on that team? Bills, new Bills head coach, Sean McDermott. Now, Jason Miller was an injured player on that team. He called Quinn a thief. 
Now he said a lot of things would call a lot of people would call him a sponge, you know, a sponge. But a sponge soaks up good and bad. He's a thief because thieves come in and only take away the good. And I thought that was kind of cool. He only takes away the good. Now, Atlanta has a 17th ranked rush D, 104.5 yards per game. But they they neutralized the leading rusher against them. Green Bay was Aaron Rodgers. He had 46. The rest of the team had 33. LeGarrette Blunt, they said could have a big game, but against Pittsburgh, 16 carries, 47 yards, and a touchdown. You know? Now, guys that could stand out, Julian Edelman, 16 catches, 255 yards, two touchdowns in the two postseason games. We know what Hogan's done. The Pats D still has not allowed a 100-yard rusher in over 25 games. The last 25 games, no 100-yard rushers. Now, Falcons linebacker Deion Jones He's a rookie of LSU, 11 tackles and interception in the postseason. And he led the Falcons in the regular season with 108 tackles and three interceptions. He could have a big game. Julio Jones, come on. 15 catches, 247, three touchdowns. And Mohamed Sanu has touchdown catches in both playoff games. I mean, and then you have Malcolm Butler. He's had a great year. Dante Hightower, another linebacker. He he's gonna he could have a play. That's what they're saying. They said some some other. Besides the quarterback, someone else could step in and have a really big game in the Super Bowl. And you got two coaches, smart guys. Quinn is not going to be. It's not going to be. It's not going to be too much for him. He's been, he was in two Super Bowls with Seattle. He's been there before. Maybe he's not a head coach, but he's been through this. And he was trying to get a job during all this, during his last Super Bowl run. Interesting, right? I think it's going to be an interesting Super Bowl. It really is. Now, this at the Senior Bowl, teams are looking for the next Dak Prescott. Now, Prescott won the MVP at the Senior Bowl last year. Now, my thing is, I think that Sean Watson is a guy that could thrive on the big state because he already has. And they're talking about Deshaun Kaiser from Notre Dame that might be a couple years away, but the physical abilities there, he can make all the throws. Mitch Trubisky, pro, proto, the prototypical NFL quarterback. Now, he only played one year as a starter. We are going to be in for a very interesting next couple of weeks. I'm sorry, next couple of months. Well, actually, next couple of weeks because we have the combine, which I would love to go to. I don't know. I find it fascinating to watch these guys do these drills. I just, I mean, it's like a meat market. It's like, it's like they're cattle. They just come in. They get prodded, pinched. They do the bench press. It's just cool, man. And is this good? NFL says only 244 concussions this season, down from 275 last season. So 31 less than last year. It still seems like a lot. I feel like every game. Well, it is. Think about it. 16 games in a season. Do the math. Yeah, that's 15 a week. That's Wait, no, I'm sorry. 16-1. Yeah, 15 a week. That's a lot. That's a lot of concussions. Now, Eastern Washington wide receiver Cooper Cup. Now, doesn't have a lot of speed, but he has boosted his stock more than any other prospect at the Senior Bowl. Broke all these records at Eastern Washington. Receiving, touchdowns, catches. You know, they said that, you know, he doesn't have the speed. Listen, if the guy can get open and catch balls, you think Jordy, Jordy Nelson gets open, catches a lot of balls. Played this past week with a 
two fractured ribs. He looked pretty damn good for a guy with two fractured ribs. I, would, I wouldn't even be able to move on the field, and he's all over the place. Amazing. Yeah, senior bowl. That's why Deshaun Watson, he, you know, he didn't play this week. He was asked. He, they asked him to play. He didn't want to play. Dabo Swinney said, you, you, you pass on him, you pass it on Jordan. I think he's a big play guy. I mean, he should, I know, you know, they said, oh, it was only against Alabama last two years. Listen, biggest stage, loses last year, tough game, comes back this year and throws a winning touchdown in the last minute of the game. They're down. They have a touchdown. I thought it was over. Drove him down calm and coolly, collected, bam, bam, bam. And he works hard. They said he works hard. I mean, I thought Vince Young would have been a hell of a quarterback, but they said he didn't have the work ethic when he came to the pros. He had a great first year, came very easy to him, but then he, you got to put the work in. You really got to put, you got to put the film work in. I, I still remember when I read a Peter King article, he went to the Saints. He was interviewing, I think, the GM, and they went back to the facility, like one o'clock in the morning. And there's one light on, and they walk in, and there's Drew Brees, like one o'clock in the morning, watching film. He goes, got to do the work. Brady does the work, man. He loves it. That's what he says. He says, told his dad, he goes, what other sport do I get to play ball and hang with my friends and wear sweats all day? He's not, he'll play, he'll play until they will drag him off the field. They will drag him off the field. And Kirk Cousins says he'll play under the franchise tag again in 2017. He said, I'll sign it, play with it, not afraid. Now, this year, it would come a little under 24 million. He made almost 20 last year. Think about these guys signed big big deals. They maybe get guaranteed 50, 60 million. He's making that. That's guaranteed money. They have July 15th to make a... That's the deadline. And that's the thing. Kyle Shanahan is going, they said, to the Niners. And they want him. It could be interesting. I mean, you know, he said, I'm still going to make a lot of money this year. And you know what? He'll have another year. And they'll. the next year he'll make a lot of money. He'll sign a long-term deal. But he's getting paid this year. Hey, they didn't finish the year on the best note. They lost that last game to the Giants to make the playoffs. But two straight years over 4,000 yards passing. Not every guy's doing that. And how about this? LeBron and Cavs owner Dan Gilbert at odds over payroll spending. They've lost six of eight, the Cavs. Now, back in 2014, Gilbert, he told LeBron that he would spend unconditionally regardless of luxury tax. And he, he did, last three years. 2014-15, million in salary, $7 million in luxury taxes he paid. Then last year, $107 million, $54 million in luxury taxes. This year, salaries up to, they went from $107 million to $127.6 million, and so far $27 million in taxes, more than any other team the last three years. Now, LeBron's on a two-year $64 million contract, and next year, I'm sorry, this year, next year, and then 2018, 2019, he has an option for $36 million. Yeah, This is 2016, 17, 17, 18. Yes, 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 yes. He's, he's with them for the next two years. But this is the thing. He said he's frustrated that he thinks they've slowed down spending since they won a championship. And there's, and, and the, the, the recent comments really pissed off Gilbert, angered him, pissed off, yeah. And that's the thing. I said, what? How does it? You know, LeBron got rid of the coach to bring in Tyrone Lue last year. 
He, he caused it. And it seems like he's always trying to manipulate things, LeBron. He's a great player, but he, and he's not happy. He said some of the younger players, Dante Jones, they didn't re-sign to a contract, so they have a bunch of younger players, cheaper players, Kay Felder, DeAndre Liggins, and Jordan McRae on the roster. And LeBron said, you know, they can't be relied on to win a playoff game right now. No respect, no no disrespect to them, he said. But but kind of it is, isn't it? He said not fair to them. Now GM GM Griffin said they uh, have to get better from within. And J.R. Smith is out. That's what you know. What like he says we need a playmaker, LeBron. It's like you know what you keep doing this, LeBron. Every year you kind of do this. You kind of things don't go your way, and you get really pissed off. And hey. You brought a championship to Cleveland, which did anybody ever think was going to happen? Honestly, did anybody say, oh, this is happening? He did it. And Dan Gilbert has done everything he asked for. I'll tell you, last time he left, that letter to Dan Gilbert, and then he came back on top. I mean, he wrote this nasty letter, you know, put it in the papers and everything. And now they bring him back, they win a championship, and he feels, hey, look, I've done all this for you. I've spent all this money. I've done all the luxury taxes, and you're still not happy? LeBron, maybe you should just buy the team. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm, and, and to, to say the guys, no, you know, the, the young guys off the bench, hey, no disrespect to you, but it is kind of, it's not fair to them. What do you mean? Not, you know what? Sometimes you have to put them, the fuel, you have to throw them into the fire, see what happens. And some young guys step up. Listen, Jordan McRae, Syracuse played a lot of big games. A lot of big games. These guys in college, I know NBA is different, but these some of these guys have played big games in college. Some guy, you know, I mean, sometimes you have to be thrown in the on the fire and just see what happens. To be continued. This is going to be continued for some time. And GE, at an estimated $7 million a year, is going to be the corporate logo going on the Celtics jerseys. Hey, it's in Europe, it's here, right? Beginning 2017-2018 season. You have the Kings, who are going to be sponsored by the Blue Diamond Almonds. Yeah, that's... Sixers by StubHub. Knicks, nada so far, they said. And GE said they will share data science, medical equipment, and lighting solutions with the team. I, okay, I don't understand lighting solutions. What, to make the court brighter so they can see the basket better? I'm, I'm, I'm just interested to see what that... I, I'd, love to, I'd love to be in on that meeting to see all this new information they're going to be sharing. And also, GE moved from their longtime headquarters in Fairfield, Connecticut, to Boston last year. Hey, and Zach Levine, I talked about, will not defend his two-time defending slam dunk champ. Said he's going to concentrate on getting to the playoffs. You don't think Tom Thibodeau had something to do with that? Yeah. He said, listen, get a lot of energy. Let's put it to the second half of the season. I don't need you worrying about what kind of dunks you're using. You know, let's, we want to win something here. And Indians will host the 2019 All-Star Game of Progressive Field for the first time since 97 via Cleveland.com. All right. Hey, Cleveland deserves it, man. Good times happening, right? Also, the Sox to retire Big Poppy's number 34 at Fenway Park before the June 23rd game versus the Angels. He deserves it. Oh, that, you know, that was sad. The, the Royals pitcher... Ventura, who passed away, 
oh my god they they showed the the footage from the funeral you saw big poppy was hugging ventura's mother you saw pedro martinez crying the team carrying the casket they put it they walked it onto a baseball field on the pitcher's mound you know these guys get really close it, it was sad to watch it really was how about this you know i you always hear about the Cameron crazies with duke and as a UNC grad, I am very impressed. I saw today on Twitter the dirt sheet that Duke had for the NC State game. <laughs> Major props. They had for every player, one guy, what did he say his name? Oh, Maverick. And he compared himself to Maverick from Top Gun. One of the guys had charges against him. The coach's son was on the team. Uh, Chris Corciani Jr. was on the team. His father was a great point guard for NC State. Many years ago, they said not not as good as they were going to scream. Not as good as your dad. It was, it was pretty impressive. I, I have to give them props for the research. It was it was a short summation of each player, but it was very well done. Major props. And how about this? Coach K has banned the team from the locker room and wearing Duke apparel. You know he he's on the men from back surgery. Had the team over a meeting at his house on Tuesday night. And sources said he's done this many times in the past. He was really not happy after the NC State loss. First time since 95 they lost at Cameron. And he said penalties will last until they live up to the Duke program standards. They've lost three of the last four, two and three, two and three since Coach K went down. They play at Wake Forest on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've heard players get kicked out a lot. I, I, I've heard a lot of coaches do that. I think uh, I heard... Yeah, it doesn't let him wear anything. Sometimes he makes him wear the uh, Coach Williams for the heels. He had him wear the practice uniforms of the JV players. I mean, he wouldn't let him wear stuff. I mean, you know, sometimes he knocks guys down a lot. Or I've heard he's just throwing the guys out of the, you know, they throw guys out of the gym. They throw guys out of practice. And it's I guess, you know, we all have interesting parents. Lonzo Ball's dad said the NBA will be easier than college for his son. He said somebody got to be better than Jordan. Now, Ball's averaging almost 15 a game, 8 assists, 5.8 rebounds, over 53% from the field, over 43% from the the three-point line, 19-3 UCLA. They only won 15 games last season. You know, when you start talking about Jordan, and comparing your son who hasn't played a game in the NBA to Michael Jordan. And I'm not denying that Lonzo Ball is a talent. But first of all, it's a lot of pressure on your son. And it's just a lot of pressure in general. You're talking about a guy who won six rings. Kobe played his ass off and got five rings. And he was always going after him. You know LeBron wants LeBron, all, all this he's played in? He's got three rings. You know how hard it is to win? Even one. Dr. J won one damn ring. One ring. That's all he has. Jason Kidd, one ring. Dirk Nowitzki, one ring. Carl Malone, no rings. John Stockton, no rings. Charles Barkley, no rings. Sean Kemp, no rings. Kevin Garnett, got a ring. But you go through the list of players, man. Oh, how about uh, Dominique, Doc, Dominique Wilkins? No ring. Never even played in the finals. Wait, did he play the finals? 
Maybe at the end of his career. No, I don't think he ever got to a finals. No ring. It's hard, man. Look at, okay, I'm not even talking basketball. Dan Marino, no rings. No freaking rings. Ernie Banks never even played in a World Series. It's hard. And then saying that somebody got to be better than Jordan. You know what? When you're told you're great from a very, very, very young age, and we remember somebody here in New York who was told from a very young age, well, he, he had the whole weight of his family on. He was the... the Stefan Marbury. It didn't work out well for him. He's in China now. He's playing over there. He's, having, he's much happier. But there was enormous pressure on him. LeBron lived up to the hype, man. I mean, he came in. He was anointed the minute he came in. And, you know, after reading the book about Kobe, that first rookie year, he went in the playoff game and shot air balls in that fourth quarter in the deciding game. Was it against Was it against Utah? I think it was Utah. And then he went home and he stayed in the gym for hours shooting all night. He said all night. Some people would have broken. No, he came back. That's what I'm talking about. This, that's a lot of pressure on this kid. A lot of pressure. We shall see, right? Time will tell. I'll tell you, I, I feel like, I feel like football, the Super Bowl is like eight years away. That's what it feels like right now. It's like eight years away. All right, now. We have trivia question from last show. Dak Prescott will be the tw- he was the 22nd rookie to start a postseason game. Who are the only two to have won more? Who have won multiple playoff games in their career? Only two players, quarterbacks who have won multiple playoff games in their careers. I know. I tried reading it. It was a little all over the place. Mark Sanchez four and two, and Joe Flacco ten and five. How about that? Sanchez, that tape, and Jets should have had a Super Bowl in those in those games. Should have beaten Pittsburgh that year. But I digress. Okay. Today's trivia question. Who are the only two coaches in college football history to play and serve as the head coach of a team that won the AP National Championship? These are, so the only two coaches in college football history to play and serve as the head coach of a team that won the AP National Championship. Folks, I'm out of here. Have a great night. Peace out.